Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello, and thank you for joining me this week on my podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. I can't believe I've reached this number of episodes without dealing directly with the topic of creating your own personal brand, because it's one of those subjects that I particularly enjoy. I love speaking on this topic. There's always great fun when I do it with a workshop, uh, plenty of gimmicks and, and funny anecdotes included in there. But it's also one that I think is meaningful for us in many different scenarios. So that's what this week's topic is all about. So when we think of the term brand, so let's let's take it separately. It's not personal brand, but just brand. When we think about brand, we obviously think of it as a marketing tool or technique. You know, we might think of certain organizations like Virgin or Apple or Nike, those global companies that spend millions every year on marketing and brand management. And then sometimes we can think of celebrities, I don't know, people like Kim Kardashian or David Beckham, um, influencers, and how they manage and shape their own brand. Uh, and you might sort of think, well, what the hell has that got to do with us? But when I'm dealing with, uh, when I'm working with clients or workshops, either in the area of interview skills, leadership, presentation skills, the topic of personal brand um, always comes up because it's very relevant. It looks at not just what it is you do, but how you do something and maybe who you are in the process of doing it. Uh, there's a great quote in this area that I always enjoy, and it's an old one. It's by Tom Peters, the management strategist. And he says, we are the CEOs of our own companies, me incorporated. To be successful in today's world, our most important job is to be the head marketeer for the brand called you. Um, and that's sort of true. So if you think about globalization and social media and how we put ourselves out there, even how we're thought about or considered within our organizations, um, that's all in the mix when it comes to brand. So as I say, that's what this week's topic is all about. We're going to look at some of the factors that influence our personal brand and how to go about uh, shaping it. So let's get clear by what we mean by some definitions here. So first of all, with brand, well, simply put, a brand is a name that stands for something in the eyes of the consumer or the public. With personal branding, personal branding is the process by which you market yourself to others. Those other people might be, you know, your manager, colleagues, clients, potential employers. A more complex definition of personal branding goes something like it's the process that takes your skills and personality and unique characteristics and packages them into an impactful identity. Gosh, that sounds good. Um, if that's the, the verb, the noun, personal brand, what's that? Well, a personal brand is a powerful, clear, positive idea that comes to mind when people think of you. It's what you stand for, your values, abilities and actions that others associate with you. Or very simply put, as I always say, your personal brand is what others say about you after you've left the room. So if you think about it, say, in the context of delivering a presentation, attending a meeting, uh, attending an interview, you know, say with an interview, when the interview is over and the two or three interviewers are chatting amongst themselves after you've left the room, they'll go, well, what, you, what did you think of him or what did you think of her? And their response to that will be your personal brand. And what I always find fascinating in this area is, 
you know, we cannot control it completely, but we are looking to influence how people view us. You know, we all see the world through our own eyes. So people can see or interact with different people can interact or see the same person and have a different opinion of them. So we can never control the uncontrollables. But in this area, we are looking to influence how other people experience us. So what are some of the factors that influence our personal brand? Well, really every interaction with someone else, whether that's face to face, over the phone or across social media or via email, uh, we're forming impressions with that. So every point of contact is either adding to our brand or detracting from it. Um, in, in many cases now, as I say, with the advent of social media, first impressions are formed online. That's why it's often a good idea to have, you know, a, a good photograph, something professional, not some sort of blurry eyed um, selfie, you know, taken at 2 a.m. as uh, as your avatar. Uh, we all also, of course, need to be conscious of what we are posting online as well, because that impacts on brand. Then there's the traditional things, you know, how we walk and talk and dress. That impacts on how we're viewed by others, particularly in the context of work. Uh, other things in a work environment as well, our punctuality, our sense of professionalism, our achievements, of course, our results, you know, what it is we do and how we do it, the quality of our work. That all impacts on how people perceive us, which is front and centre when it comes to brand. And uh, punctuality is an interesting one in a professional context, uh, because the way the brain works, it's something like, well, you know, if someone is consistently late, we, we go, well, I cannot trust them with time. So therefore, maybe what else can I not trust them with? So it brings into the into question reliability or dependability. As I said earlier, though, ultimately, other people's opinion of us has nothing to do with us because it's their opinion. But what personal branding allows us to do is to influence that opinion as best we can. You know, the reality is that we're all branded by other people, whether we like it or not. It just depends on whether you proactively create your brand or just leave it to chance and are branded by others. It's like, you know, brand yourself or be branded. And of course, this brings us into the territory of reputation. But there's a difference between reputation and brand. Reputation tends to be just based on, you know, the past. It's something that follows you around like a shadow or, I don't know, a bad smell. Whereas a, a brand is something that's worked on uh, consciously and that focuses on the present and in particular uh, into the future. That's all well and good, I can hear you say, but if it comes to shaping my own personal brand or maybe in a work context, we might use the term leadership brand. Where do we start? Well, there's a few uh, factors, a few principles to be aware of. First of all, very difficult to do some proactive work in this area without a healthy dose of self-awareness. You know, self-awareness being an understanding of yourself, what makes you tick, uh, an awareness of your own strengths and weaknesses, uh, the areas that you're working on, uh, taking ownership for your own personal development as well. Uh, ultimately, we have to take personal responsibility when it comes to our own brand and how we're perceived by others. As I say, not completely within our control, but we're, we are looking to control the controllables here. If I use my favourite way of splitting out the word personal responsibility, responsibility, response able, I'm just looking to be able to respond in different scenarios as best I can. Another absolute critical when it comes to shaping personal brand, which is the same for communication skills and leadership skills, is the ability to to put yourself into other people's shoes. You have to be able to see yourself through the eyes of other people, not just through our own blinkers, as it were. So we will know some people where, you know, they 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 very difficult for them to do empathy and rapport with others. It's all about how they view the world. 
And in those instances, what you tend to find is they're either in denial, they're either delusional, they're either narcissistic, but their impression of themselves can be widely different to how other people view them. And I'm sure we can think of, you know, occupants of white houses and, you know, other people that we know where perhaps how they view themselves is widely different how other people view them. And of course, that's not uh, that's not personal branding at all. So we're looking to be able to take a step out of ourselves and to look back and to view ourselves objectively. That's a critical trait as well. And attention to detail is all, also required here. You know, even as an example there, if I'm working with someone, maybe going to an interview and they bring a folder with them with their CV in it and a pen, you know, just to have something to put on the desk in front of them. Uh, it shouldn't make any difference. But if that pen is a chewed big biro, that's slightly different to a pen that's maybe a little bit more professional or business-like. And it's like, it shouldn't make any difference. And in this area, we always nobly say, well, you shouldn't judge books by their cover. But we do, because we're hotwired to do that. So if we're walking down the street at nighttime, you might hear footsteps behind you and you look around and you see, I don't know, a six foot six tattoo pierced leather clad person. And they could be the most kind and generous person in the world but we will make a judgment about them based on our own safety and and we do that all the time we're always making judgments of others and um, sometimes we just have to acknowledge the the human condition with that and as I say we're not looking at we're not with personal branding it's not about being someone other than who you are it's really using marketing techniques to maximize who you are it's not about role play it's not about as I say, you know, acting or pretending. It's about you being authentically yourself and using personal branding techniques to help portray that to others. As regular listeners to my podcast, you'll know that one of the principles I operate to is that no one is more expert in being you than you are. So when it comes to topics such as personal branding, all I can really do is pose some questions that might open your awareness, expand your awareness, act as a key for accessing your own wisdom, that might give you some ideas as to how you could adjust uh, interactions with others or maybe certain things you want to emphasize or de-emphasize. So I'm going to take you through a few a few questions to reflect on. The first ones are like, let's get to the start line with these. So right now, if you think about reputation, I remember reputation is something that's past-based, whereas brand is present and future-based. But if you think about your reputation, what might it say about you at the minute if you're being really honest? You know, sometimes we need to be a bit courageous when we're doing this self-reflection. You know, if you were to speak to a cross-section of people you know and they said, what's their experience like of currently uh, interacting with you or working with you, what do you think they might say? And based on what you think they might say, is there anything from that that you would purposely like to retain and build upon? Or is there anything that you would like to adjust? So that's just getting to the starting line. How might I be perceived by others currently? Of course, as mentioned, we want our personal brand to be built upon the solid foundation of authentic selves, authentic leadership, being genuine and being natural. So a few questions to, to heighten our awareness in this area. You know, when you think of, say, your career or working life, which is the context in which most of us think of personal branding, you know, what's important to you? What's important to you about your career, your working life? What do you want your career or working life to do for you? That brings us into the territory of values. Looking forward, what personal achievements or ambitions or goals do you have or would like to, would like to achieve? Uh, what do you stand for? You know, what's important to you? 
What do you stand for? Those questions maybe just help us to focus our minds on some of those qualities or characteristics that are really central to us. There's another question then that if we move more into personal branding um, into the present and going forward, you know, think about questions such as what would you like to be known for? You know, so when other people think of you, what would you like them to to associate with you? Uh, what's your niche? Or as the Americans sometimes pronounce it, what's your niche? I always think that's a bit like go and scratch your niche. Um, what's your niche? You know, where have you got expertise? What will you tolerate? What will you not tolerate? Where might you have compromised too much? Those questions, again, just help to lay the foundation work when it comes to being authentic and genuine and knowing ourselves. Remember that important bit on self-awareness and then building our brand from that. Of course, as mentioned, ultimately, we cannot control how other people view us. But there are, but there are several things that are always within our control. Our attitude and our mood is within our control. You know, if we're socially aware, of course, we know the way other people can press our buttons or rub us up the wrong way. But as adults, we still have the choice in terms of how we choose to respond to that. So we do have habits in this area for sure, but ultimately we have freedom when it comes to choosing our attitude and mood. We also, when it comes to the effort we put into something, uh, our degree of flexibility and openness is also within our control. Uh, our degree of professionalism is also within our control. And, and something else that's also within our control is our own body language. And sometimes we're not even consciously aware of maybe how we're standing, are our arms crossed, you know, are we severe looking in the face or more friendly? You know, all of this feeds into body language and the impressions that we um, have on other people. So as I say, we cannot control the uncontrollables, but we are looking to influence how other people view us. And it's also, and it's always useful to be aware of some of those qualities or factors that are within our control. So before I share two or three critical questions when it comes to shaping your personal brand let me take a quick moment to thank you again for tuning in um, as ever i'm delighted with the feedback i've been receiving on this podcast and for the comments people pass on and for the the five star reviews etc as ever there's more information on this topic and a whole range of business and personal development topics on my website jamesweetman.com if you haven't visited for a while do go in there because there's new blogs posted all the time and of course if you don't follow me there's plenty of nuggets of wisdom that go up on linkedin and facebook and twitter and instagram i don't know where i find the time to actually meet with clients with all of this stuff going on um, but it's my pleasure to be sharing this information and i do love when i when i receive feedback on it as well so thank you for that so let's really cut to the chase with the question that's at the heart of personal branding or leadership branding it's this one what words would you like others to use to describe their experience of interacting with you so imagine a group of stakeholders colleagues your manager potential employer whoever the group is that you're looking to influence if i was to speak with them with a little clipboard in hand you know what words what adjectives would you like them to use to describe their experience of interacting with you because they will be using words anyway maybe it's helpful maybe it's reliable maybe it's friendly you know maybe it's professional uh, maybe it's other words you know it might be words that are maybe not as generous or as kind as we would like to hear but it's about putting ourselves in someone else's shoes and looking back on ourselves objectively some of those words that you might that that you might believe other people would use to describe their their interactions with you 
uh, may already be in the bag. It's like, you know, well, that's who you are. That's what you work on. That's what you try to be. And that's great. You hold them. Maybe you can look at emphasizing or leaning into them even more. But then maybe there's one or two, you know, there might be one or two additional words that in three months or six months time, well, I would love that person or these people to use these words to describe me. And how can I add that in? And sometimes in this area, it's about not just doing more of something, but it can be about doing less of something as well. So by stopping doing certain things, by default, other people will view you in a different way. So that question again, what words would you like? What three or four maybe words would you like others to use to describe their experience of working with you or interacting with you? Um, over the next few weeks and months. Uh, one or two other um, questions or, or little exercises in this area that are that are equally useful. So for a moment, picture your ideal self, you know, that sense of self when you're at your best, living your best life, as Oprah would say. Then if you're so inclined, you know, grab a pen and paper and maybe write out a paragraph describing how you look, the aspects of your personality or characteristics that you display regularly, how you show up, how you interact with other people. That's an interesting exercise, almost as if you're, you know, creating a persona, but it's still based on who you are at your core. And when you've done that exercise, sometimes it's a daydreaming type exercise. But I know when I do it, it just sort of helps to focus the mind on maybe what's most important to me. Remember that question from earlier, you know, what's important to me when it comes to my working life? But of course, you can expand it into all of life. So if you've come up with a few adjectives, a few words that you would like other people to use uh, to describe their experience of interacting with you or working with you, or then you have a few qualities or aspects that you would just like to lean into more purposely yourself, then think about, well, what can you do more of or do less of to move in that direction? Or what action can you take today to maybe work more proactively on your own personal brand? And I'll repeat what I've said several times on this week's episode. We cannot ultimately control how other people view us, but we are looking to control how we show up how we respond or our response able to other people in a way that feels authentic to us. So I hope you found this week's episode of Benefit. It's a fascinating topic, uh, personal branding, creating your personal brand. If you're more, if you're interested in it, as I say, there's more that sits on my website. And of course, if you stick that into Google, you'll get much more information as well. There's plenty of good books out there on the topic too. So thank you again for tuning in and until next week. 